Welcome back to another episode of Blockchain Boys. I am MPE3 here with my other fill-in co-host named John, <laughs> John Flowers of NFT Expoverse, uh, aka man? Crypto... Kryptonian Jay. Kryptonian Jay. I'll get that next time. <laughs> uh, we have our good friend, the DeFi wizard, the DeFi kingdom's maxi, the doodle daddy if you will <laughs> crypto crier how we doing doing bud? fantastic man how you doing dude i'm doing so much better now that oh, you're yeah. here um you know i've learned a ton from this guy uh met him fortunately down at art basil uh at the gutter event um which you know we speak about how much you know networking is a huge part of Absolutely. web3 uh Dude, so, you know, can you talk about a little bit about, you know, linking up with that event and just, you know, what you guys are kind of building? Yeah, for sure. End? So, uh, like I said, we did that down in Art Art Basel. Uh, so we went down to Miami and uh, we were hitting up the Doodle events, hit up the Dead Fellows events, and then happened chance to uh, also own some gutter. So gang, gang, everyone. Um, but we were not the the Miami outpost and it was a huge, it was a huge success. Definitely got me way more into the gutter. Um, I only had a rat at the time and I, I now I got a full set. So a full set owner as of today, which is pretty big. Let's right. go. Gutter Dan, you hear that? I got That's another right. one. Um, but uh, yeah, man, it was, it was super fun. That's the, you know, like you said, that's the whole point of, of these social aspects. Now we can bridge from, the metaverse into the the real life events and the you know gutter is par none on the real life events for sure dude 100 percent. i mean uh i was so fortunate to you know not only meet you and rsg and the rest of you guys and just get introduced to you know nrn be able to join the discord and i mean when you guys talked to me first down there you guys were like yeah like we literally are in there all day every day like we'll hop on <laughs> phone calls bro. like we're best friends and i'm like at first, I'm like, oh, okay, like, sure. And then it's like, nope, like, they really do, like, all day, like, you know, hop on phone calls, <laughs> like, yeah, what's good, bro? But no, I love it. It's it's right. it's fantastic. So um, can you just talk a little bit about, uh, you know, your background, kind of getting into crypto? Yeah, sure. I know you're, you're, a, you're a Tampa native, like, you know, Tampa prep alum. Yeah, so, you know, obviously, we love that. <laughs> Shout out to 813. Um, but kind of walk us through a little bit of, you know, the life of Crypto Crier. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Tampa native, uh, so yeah, so I was born and raised in Tampa as well. Hell yeah. And, uh, um, you yeah, know, went to Tampa prep, like you said, I went to UCF and USF undergrad. And then that was, uh, put me around 2016. Um, that's my first Kind of the very end of 2016, I started getting into the space uh, while I was in chiropractic school. Um, and like I said, I was a I was always a big tech nerd, so I like computers and all that all that fun stuff. And it instantly, the tech side plus monetary side hooked me pretty easily, um, and I just kind of had a lot of conviction for the space. Um, so I, I started with like a not a ton of money, a couple thousand dollars, and um, worked up pretty well to like I broke around $300,000 and then, you know, yeah, first bull run type move. You're just, hell yeah, we're going to make infinite money. And, you know, goes <laughs> going to the moon. 
Then I watched that go down to like 60,000 um, and just didn't sell anything. And at the same time, like that was a sh- huge shock to me. First of all, you know, it's just like a cow to lose all this value so, so fast. And so, you know, but at the same time, I was not scared and more of just like, well, this is a great time to continue building what I wanted to start anyways. Um, and so that puts me around here. I, I got into just mostly stacking as much theorem as I possibly could. Um, <clears throat> and then I had finished chiropractic school. So I got out and started practicing um, and just started accruing as much as I could. Um, and so far it's done, done pretty well. But I would say that's my biggest takeaway here is, you know, that long dollar cost averaging, you know, looking for the future of the space is just such a, you know, it's something that it's just don't look at it as from a monetary to start with and looking at it from just like, oh, this is a cool bit of interesting technology that will probably get utilized a lot in the future like that. And that's how I, I, I just kind of got started. And, and that's what led me to starting this company and all that stuff, fun stuff. So, yeah. So are you telling us our listeners are not going to get rich overnight by buying no. Ethereum? <laughs> Damn it. it takes a while, but it's definitely, I feel like the, you know, the more you wait, the, uh, the longer, uh, you you know you have the first people. If I if you've never done anything, your first purchase ever, and did literally nothing from that day, you know, and just kept buying. I like I bought a bunch of Bitcoin and just sat, and then you know you trade it all into a bunch of shit coins in 2017, and then <laughs> <laughs> and then you watch that go poof. Oh, no. You're like, damn it, why did I just leave it there to begin with in the original stuff? So I would say my my biggest thing is pick something that you have a lot of conviction in and just continually <laughs> buy that one. <laughs> Usually it goes pretty well. I was. I was going to say, you know, and, and kind of to that angle, you know, I, I know that you are very experienced and I myself am not very experienced in this. And that is navigating DeFi. Yeah. Uh, so one, can you just give a little like quick intro, you know, 30 second intro to what DeFi yeah, so is? DeFi is um, the whole concept of cryptocurrency is you control your own money. Um, so that's something that we've never really done or we ha- we've done before in like a really long like prehistoric time, but not, uh, you know, currently our current financial system is one of middlemen. So you have banking, right? So there's always someone in the middle between our transactions that's proving the trust of that transaction. And with DeFi, instead, you have a piece of trustless software that allows me and you to trade in real time. So instead of here, here's this thousand dollars. You have to wait for someone to fill that order from there selling their stocks, you know, for say. Now we have a way to um, meet buyers and sellers without having that cut taken out of our, our money. So that it's a frictionless um, entry into lending and borrowing, which is, is my favorite aspect of DeFi is because, um, you know, one of the things of just investing in general is you want something that appreciates over time, but you also want that thing that appreciates over time to be growing and accruing more money, you know, with the passive income. Right. So, um, you know, that was one of the first things that kind of changed my outlook and why I went a lot heavier, uh, in crypto in general is because that really wasn't a thing when I first started in 2017, 2016, something like that. They didn't have DeFi. And that kind of developed that, you know, 2018. And and again, so that's where you buyers and sellers are meeting, right? So that is coming in, 
I lend money, um, and that is usually paid in a variable interest rate based on the demand of people wanting to borrow that money. Um, and you do that now. You can go lend money, you know, to the American government with a bond or something like that. You can, you know, take a personal loan from a company and that you pay that interest, right? But now those high, super high interest rates that we pay. So, like, say for credit cards, we pay twenty two percent. You know, these we pay quite a bit of money for, you know, personal like loans from a from a company. You're probably going to pay like fifteen, twenty percent, something like that. Whereas now DeFi, you can have it for eight percent. Or you can be lending that money for five percent return, so like only three percent gets captured instead of twenty, you know, because we get paid 005 percent to lend at our banks. Your high savings yields, you know. Let's <laughs> say essentially, you know, you are enabling you know these individuals, these users, to become a bank. Exactly. In a sense. Yeah, it's a collectively we can all become a bank to then fund people who also want to just are interested in the space. So we're now a collective bank that we choose who lends and who borrows based on the collateral they bring to us, you know, and it's just, now it's frictionless. 100%. So there's a lot of platforms that offer really, really good. And I got started with uh, maker maker was the first one. That's what everything's built off of. Um, <clears throat> that's like the original vault system. So now there's a bunch that are on top of that. Um, Yearn Finance is super good. Aave is super good. Alchemix is super good. Um, and those are something that, you know, you'll get paid and something fancy. It's always, you know, but it's that long outlook. Like if you're getting paid 5% in appreciating asset year over year, that's super valuable, you know, without risking a ton, which is what I feel like most people in the space do. Especially with Andre. Oh, hell yeah, let's gamble it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Lost it all. I was say what one liquidation will change your life. Oh yeah, I've been liquidated. It's, I was, I was say, it's yeah, not good. I know about that life. <laughs> what is it, Yodo? You you only trade once, <laughs> and you broke. But I, I got a question yeah, yeah. for you. When when it comes to those loans, like let's say let's keep it simple. If I borrow hundred dollars yeah. in ETH from you. Um, and then ETH's price increases $100. Does that essentially pay off my loan or is that an option? So what that does is my loans are, are taken in Ethereum as well. So if you are, are okay. taking, you know, say, $100 instead is now $0.03. Right. You know, ETH. So right. it's, you have to pay right. back what, how much ETH you, you, you've borrowed or lent. Um, there is sub, a couple okay. of ones where you can, like, so, so if you're taking an ETH loan from me, in the sense, you are going to have to pay more because Ethereum appreciated. Understood. But if you're the Understood. borrower, okay. if you're the, you know, the person who is having, has the money to lend, you know, in that situation, right. you know, it benefits you because they have to repay the Ethereum. Yeah. So. Right. But you also take the risk on the other side, if the price of Ethereum goes down. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Um, the okay. risk is, you know. It's more about gaining more Ethereum in these situations. Um, and and there's, there's also the same exact platform for things like DAI, which is like, and USDC, which are just dollar pegged items, right? So currencies. Okay. Um, and that's the other side of this thing. It's like, so say you don't want to be risky at all. You know, you have zero interest in buying Bitcoin or Ethereum. That's perfectly fine. How about take some of your dollars 
and give them to in a crypto manner to get DAI and then lend that for 8%. Do you get 8% at your current bank? No. No way. <laughs> you get one. You show me someone to answer one yes, million. I'll show you a liar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You get one one millionth of that. Um, so, you know, mm-hmm. the the same amount of risk can now be used to lend the exact dollars that you want to lend. So you can lend $300 out um, and be getting paid 8%. Um, but and it happens on a grand scale because there's, you know, everyone is taking these small loans from everybody else that has a pool of money to invest. So, you know, everyone wins in these situations because it's much cheaper than what you could get from a bank. Right. Sweet. Does that make sense? Go ahead. No, that was it, man. Thanks for that. Thanks for that. Yeah, no, that, I mean, you explained so much, you explained everything so much better than me. It's not even funny. So it's, yeah, I mean, you just crushed it again. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. Let's get on the next topic so you can just embarrass me on my own podcast. Okay. Um, all right. Speaking of DeFi, yeah. you know what we got to talk about yeah, next. The kingdom. It's got DeFi in the name, the DeFi yeah. kingdoms. Uh you know, I mentioned on this podcast before in passing, I am, again, not at liberty to discuss on nearly as high of an intellectual level as our friend Kyra <laughs> here. So I'm going to let him break down yeah, DeFi for sure. Kingdoms for y'all. Um, so the DeFi Kingdoms is a lending platform, just how I was talking about these things. It's a marketplace where you can um, exchange the, um, what they have called as Jewel. So it's at the base level, it is a management game um, that you can buy little heroes and do little quests with. But in the whole time that you're doing these things, you're learning how to set up, um, you know, lending pools. You're learning how to do liquidity pools. You're learning how to what they call staking. Um, So all these things are taught in the mechanics of playing the game. So, that is kind of one of the benefits that I see from a first, and I really recommend it to new people. Um, and you can even start with like 50 bucks. You know, it doesn't matter what you're starting with. You're just learning, going through the motions because it's so cheap to do, um, to start learning how to do these little things. Um, so uh, what it is at the base level, like I said, is just a, a small management medieval game that you can um, learn very simple aspects of, decentralized finance because that's the biggest problem with uh, all these things you know i'm talking here 90 percent of the words i probably say are complicated i would assume um so they're complicated <laughs> for me. you know they're yeah. it's difficult to understand these things because it's never really happened before so now when you give it a gamified existence where you can come in and play these things uh, most people like learning games you know, it's something to do that also teaches you how to be participating in this space, which I think is super cool. You know, so um, <clears throat> you come in, like I said, you want 50 bucks to start. Super easy, something like that. You can just put it in a liquidity pool, which means you have two equal assets that are lent, right? So you have 50 bucks and 50 bucks lent um, of Bitcoin versus Ethereum, right? So when they go in, every time that you want to buy Bitcoin or Ethereum, the other person is paying with the opposite and they exchange and then you get a small fee for that exchange um, because you own both of them, right? So that's you know that's a, one of the first things that you kind of learn how to do. Um, and they pay you interest in the game token, which literally you pretty much at the end of the day get little heroes to send on profession quests and you get rewards. And that makes, you know, it, it, it's really um, really fun game in the sense that 
it doesn't take a lot of time and you can definitely be learning and, and having a lot of fun and, and uh, you can all do it from all from your phone, which I think is super interesting as well. I'll say I, I am still in, in awe when, uh, you know, you were talking to me and my buddy TJ down at the, the gutter event and, you know, you were telling us about DeFi kingdoms right then and there. And I remember you were like, oh yeah, actually like, yeah, I got it right on my phone. And you're just like, pulled yeah. it out, showed us real quick. And I'm pretty sure the price of Jewel is like, I don't know, like maybe like two or three bucks back then. It was, it was pretty uh, low. And, and like I said, it fell pretty, pretty, pretty low again too. So um, on that aspect, it's something, you know, maybe like three fifty, four dollars at the time. And now it's at like $5, five and a half dollars. I did go up crazily, uh, to 22 and then all the way back down to five, but that's just, you know, the name of crypto and, and, and that's the risk you take when you're starting investing with new companies, realistically, you know, if you picture this whole crypto space as like almost like a Kickstarter, right. Where you come in and this is is this project going to do well? If you back it at the very beginning, you get the most reward, you know, right? Um, that's what these VC things. So, you know, if you find something that has good bones and has a lot of like a really solid team and stuff like that um, at the beginning, you know, you come in with a decent amount of money, you can definitely do really well with these, with these platforms. No, a hundred percent. I mean, you know, their, their tokenomics, I think we both agree on the fact that their tokenomics are really good and yeah, they're, um, you know, go ahead. They're set. I was going to say they're set up in a way that I think it will sustain the longevity of this, you know, Absolutely. game, especially as they are, you know, branching out, um, you know, kind of launching new aspects of the yeah, game sure. and, um, you know, just other, That's, uh, you know, different avenues to, you know, <laughs> make some, make some jewel. Yeah. Well, it's just, like I said, it's the, the, the very best thing. It's a educational system at the, you know, and, and something that if the more that you put time into the more rewarding you can get. Cause like right now with, when I have a bunch of heroes doing all these quests, you know, the person who's just doing the gardening is making half the amount of money that I'm doing, you know, almost because the guard, the, the heroes have become very lucrative because they, they go and quest against, uh, and they're collecting money that you wouldn't have, have ever been collecting, you know, um, they're collecting from like a rewards pool. So it's something where, um, the more you actually spend time in the game, the, the more you earn. Right. But at the same time, the more time you spend in the game, the game, the better, the decks, with the, which is called like the centralized exchange becomes because they have more money and more liquidity, which then it makes the game better because they're able to capture fees and then put it back into the game, you know? So, and this is really my, reminds me of axes. Um, that was a, one of these that's super popular play to earn games where, they came out, the only thing you could do was have the axes at the beginning and, and breed them and stuff like that. And it didn't, it wasn't very popular. Um, and again, I, I just liked it because, I don't know, I just found it entertaining or, you know, whatever. I was just like, these are cool, whatever, I'll buy a couple. Um, and those end up doing really well um, just because they had something that someone in a third world country could literally spend eight hours a day and make like a month's salary. Um, because this is worth it to some other people. So like it levels that whole sphere across the whole world between like third world countries and first world countries where now anyone can earn wages from these, from just participating in these games. That's why I say just, it's just immerse yourself in these things. Um, and you will definitely get rewarded somewhere. It's crazy how many airdrops and stuff I've gotten. It's just insane. 
I'll say we we all love the airdrops. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> I, I know DeFi Kingdoms has a lot of airdrops. Yeah, they do. They do a really good job uh, on those. You know, and then, yeah, they're for, they have a lot of uh, player engagement stuff that I really think is building a really strong community too. And then uh, I, I think I think uh, collectively, uh, Feudal DAO uh, is a landholder in DeFi Kingdoms as well. Oh, definitely not. Uh, not yet. They, they, so they had um they had like a it. beginning land come out and yeah it was like three hundred to four hundred thousand dollars for a piece of land um because there was only on, fifty do for the squad only fifty were released do for the squad um but over time they're gonna release like a thousand so I definitely think the the price will go down sub- pretty substantially when those are you know gonna come out but uh you know pretty those are where again it's it's like a those are meant to be purchased by like large collective of people you know that's what their full intent was so like just how we created the feudal DAO and stuff like that we have like 40 50 people you know contributing and and wanting to build in the in the game you know whole stuff that's where you know the whole community aspect really shines too so it's like we can come in here have like-minded ideas build a community fund this community quickly and you know execute what we want to do as a group very easily and fast. Um, and, and I think that's such a huge benefit and, and it, it displays really well in games and like just how like all these DAOs popping up all over the place. Um, yeah, that's just something that, uh, you know, we had like the Ukraine DAO pop up and it's got millions of dollars, you know, $10 million of crypto has been donated, all small donations. It just shows you the power of all these crypto things just by, you know, the power to people again, you know, it's, it's something where we don't need these people hold like holding a carrot in front of us anymore. Um, <laughs> go do some work and we'll, oh, we'll throw you some worthless paper here real quick. <laughs> mining, mining, <laughs> yeah, mining fiat, if you will, USD. Yeah. <laughs> I always love that term. It's so funny to me. It's like, I go back to the fiat mines. I'm like, Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that's what us crypto people call, call the <laughs> yeah, normies, yeah. <laughs> the nine to fivers. Yeah. No disrespect. No, absolutely not. They, we we all start. We all we start all, there. We were all fiat yeah. miners. Yeah. No, but it's. Uh, um. It, yeah, dude. No, I love that. I mean, you just yeah, you crushed that breakdown. I mean, DeFi kingdoms. Yeah, you you got you know me and T into it, and I think I shilled it for the next like month hard. I, I try to get you into it. Yeah, once upon a time. <laughs> uh, so I didn't no, take his financial advice. Didn't, it's all right. I, <laughs> but uh, you know, another you know play to earn game that that's getting a lot of hype and you know holds a pl- uh, close place in our heart uh, is the Pixelverse. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so uh, can we talk? Can we talk Pixelverse? <laughs> yeah, a little sure. Bit? We get super nerdy. I'm just like this guy coming in talking about a bunch of play to earn games, but uh, yeah. So Pixelverse is oh, uh, dude. Don't don't worry. We're gonna we're gonna talk space doodles next. Nice, all right? No, but I mean, I run a podcast <laughs> called Nerd FT, so I mean, it fits pretty pretty well. I would assume. I mean, you are a nerd, but like <laughs> you're you're our nerd. Yeah. You know? oh, yeah. <laughs> we're all nerds, right? We're all here. We're all nerds. Yes. No, but exactly, uh, dude. I mean, we we all grow up playing Pokemon, yeah. and you know, and you know, not Pixelmon, <laughs> Pokemon. Yeah. Shout out to Kevin, that, right? Let's get that straight. So. Yeah, shout out Kevin. <laughs> Name of my firstborn Kevin. My girlfriend doesn't know yet. <laughs> Only if he has winky eyes, though, right? 
But uh, dude, that was so bad. Yeah, those were bad. But yeah, Pixelmon, Pixel, Pixel, yeah. uh, Pixelverse. Pixel Let's switch go. it. We'll go to the real <laughs> Pixel ones. Okay, so, yeah. So yeah, this yeah. is a um, pretty much more of like a pixelated metaverse that's in like a. Uh, there's a whole bunch of these metaverses coming up where they're, you're able to buy land and um, these digital pieces of land. You've seen every company that's, you know, Microsoft, Facebook changes name to Meta. You know, everyone is trying to get some foothold in this like digital realm. Um, Decentraland and Sandbox are the first two that are like really big um, into this sandbox, uh, you know, metaverse type situation where you're buying land and, and playing with digital land and, and building things uh, for everyone to use. Um, but Pixelverse is one that is going to have it as um, like a 2D, you know, 2D uh, flat ground, but you're still going to be able to interact um, and have a huge social aspect. Um, and they released a game called Pixel Pets, that is going to be, you know, very similar to, I guess you would say like a, like a Pokemon situation where you have all these cards that have different traits and abilities that you'll be able to fight um, other people in a PVP setting. So um, you're going to be able to build sets, teams of three. Um, there's a fire, air, water, and uh, earth um, <coughs> sets. And you can build a team of three, and then a, a, a help. Or this hasn't been released yet, but you know that's what eventually will come out as the as the game where you can be PVPing with um, your Pixel pets. That's earning you um, Pixel. Um, and again, these all things where they all go back in the same thing. That you, know, you the more you, utility you provide with your token, the more you know valuable the the game is long term. Because it's the same thing with axes. You know, the value proposition is the same with DeFi kingdoms and axes. You just have to have, um, you know, something to return to. You know, the game is itself is valuable. The, the time that people want to put there uh, to people is what's valuable. So you have to make something that's super engaging. So we'll, I, I have a lot of faith in uh, Wob, who's the per, the creator of that, and Sappy Seals. Um, they've done a really good job with uh, pretty much everything they've they've done. So I'm looking forward to it. I'll say I, I absolutely love Wob. One of my favorite follows on Twitter. And, you know, he's always in NRN, you know, in the Discord saying what's yep. up, <laughs> shit posting yeah, with for us. Sure. Uh, so, I mean, shout out to him for, you know, not only having the vision for the Pixelverse, but, um, you know, just the sappy seals and, um, you know, stake your seals, everybody. Yeah, hell yeah. Stake your seals. Uh, they built a really so, strong community, uh, I think. Oh, I mean, it's got to be one of the strongest outside of, you know, no bias here, the gutter, uh, <laughs> uh, and maybe doodles too. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean like, dude, uh, every time, not only Wob tweets, but like any seal tweets, <laughs> it's R for nits. Yeah, I mean, there are from everywhere. <laughs> uh, you know, John, we're, we're going to give him a sappy next. He's got smiles. Oh, you yeah. Know? He, he copped the got merch. the merch over there. Yeah, you already know. Smiles. I'll say you had to make sure you rock that. But Moondoggy would be there proud. Uh, but, dude, getting into, you know, some of these other projects, uh, you know, we mentioned you bought a cat yeah. today. Oh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Congrats. About, about I, yeah, I was waiting for a good uh, entry. That was a good entry, wouldn't you say? <laughs> oh, fantastic entry i mean literally every single one of my friends asked me like what nft to buy i was like a gutter cat and they're like dude that's so expensive i'm like trust me, trust me. <laughs> i mean there's it it really is 
crazy to me how cheap they are though realistically like i it does seem crazy to like for me saying that it's like fifteen thousand dollars right but when you look at other things um you know in this space like something like board ape or you know something that's the teams that have really proven themselves over time we all call them like blue chip nfts right so you know Board apes, cool cats, um, gutter cats, your doodles are working up to being pretty, you know, competent teams. Just that teams that are really um, putting it smiles. smiles. Yeah, smiles are doing pretty good. Um, Shout out with you. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, the, you know which ones you're talking about. It's the teams that have been producing stuff and crushing all the content they've been putting out, right? Yeah. They're building these overnight success brands on a global scale very quickly. And that's where the like inherent value is, you know, the, it's almost like reverse, you know, we're going to build the brand first. And then after the brand's built, we're going to then distribute all the cool merchandise or cool whatever. And I really like that idea because um, it like crowdsources the internet to find all the cool stuff that they want. Like, what do you guys want us to build? Like Doodles is just like, here's a bunch of, we're just going to give whatever you guys sell to each other. We're just going to put back in a bank and then you guys do the hell, whatever the hell you want with it. And that's their like idea. <laughs> and it's like, cool. Like, you know, so, you know, whatever, anyone can propose whatever they want to do with it. And, you know, we do, you know, we made our, we commissioned things like backgrounds for our doodles. So everyone got backgrounds for our doodles called Pukenzas. We issued things called like noodles, which were just like silly derivatives of our things. Um, and, you know, it was all voted on and, 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 um, proposaled and then voted on and, and executed. Um, so we're building like web three, which is another metaverse game, building skins for those, for our, for our people, you know, and it's all just funded by us. And then again, the more that we sell to each other, the, <laughs> the more our bank grows and, uh, you know, they're funding, um, they want to do like large purchases to like buy a company through the Dow. And then we get like a percentage of the company back. Um, so, where they're doing um, like we're building like bronze statuettes of uh, doodles and stuff like that. And then once those sell, we'll get like 17% of all sales back to the Dow. So again, it's, it's, you know, we're, we could fund whatever we want to. And, and if, if we people vote on it, so that's what the value there is that huge community led things leads to, you know, if you, and the value of owning a doodle lately has been, we just get random whitelists because we own doodles, you know, it's it's such a you, guys you know do. the board apes gets, you guys get every white I know we get I mean I'm literally it's it's nuts like we're in like this battle for whitelist stage of NFTs we've gone through like just being there <laughs> being alive and human you're like yeah yeah dude you could mint that <laughs> here you go <laughs> no challenge you know it's like super easy and then now it's like yeah, crypto punks yeah it's just like you know tacking people left and right like you know I'll sell you my child for a whitelist. <laughs> i mean dude, just, just one saw, man you know the i mean well just like you know bringing up the the whitelist you know we saw you know invisible yeah. friends recently mint Insane. right and you know the way to get in the whitelist yeah. was to you know hold sell both you know, enough mood rollers and slim hoods yes plus sell both kidneys and then you were on the whitelist yeah. uh now you know that whitelist pre-reveal if you sold that was a free what 29 30k yeah uh Boom. you know so you know there was a, there was that tweet from that 13 year old that was like 
I'm 13 years old and I just sold this <laughs> for NFT 30. for 30k. Yeah. <laughs> It's like what the hell? If I was thirteen years old with thirty k, I don't even know. What I mean, do. I know, but, like, you know, I just—it's just so funny to me because I, you know, we have a couple of like real young, you know, just like kids in the in the Discord. They're you know just getting out or just getting into the end of high school or whatever. And it's like, yeah, we just sold this, 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 this. You know, they've made like ninety thousand dollars this year. And you're like, I remember when I would had like a, I used to make like five twenty five at. <laughs> Buffalo Wild. I worked at yeah, I worked at Buffalo Wild Wings, <laughs> like spinning sauce onto wings for like eight hours a day. You know, and that's like the worst job ever because your your forearms are just like murdered at the end of the night. You know, you're just like, what? Uh, on the fly, we need like a hundred uh, mild wings. You're like, motherfucker, like, uh, <laughs> like it's five minutes to yeah. close. Get these assholes out of here. Where's my five dollars? No, right? <laughs> you know, it. It, no. But yeah. dude, I, I so like, should I buy a Tesla? No, I'm like, oh my god, you can't even drive. Can you drive? <laughs> you legally drive, sir? <laughs> I was gonna say no. Just hire a chauffeur. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no, but I mean, dude, back to the you know the whitelist grind. I mean, you know, the answer is either have a doodle or, <laughs> or I mean, for or spend forty friends, hours doing was, something. Well, dude, it was like you know to get in on it. It was. Buy what it was like two of each, so you would have to buy two slim hoods, which got up to like three ETH, two mood rollers, which got up to like yeah. three ETH each. So You're spending I mean, eighty that's twelve yeah. ETH. The current it's floor is five, you know what, five point yeah. six, five point eight. Like, can you couldn't you imagine being just, the guy just like five minutes after mint just buying that for thirteen ETH and then like two days later it's five ETH? Like what on earth? I mean why would you spend thirteen ETH right it, out the gate like that? It's insane to me. You don't even know what it is yet. That is, I mean, I feel like we feel the same way about, you know, buying stuff just pre-reveal. Yeah, in general, yeah. You know, in general, yeah. Especially for a new team, new yeah. project. Just you know. anything in general. Um, I feel like you want to at least know what you're buying. for. And I'm a big, if you mint it, you keep it till it's revealed. And then try to, like, if you don't want to be there, you're trying to do a flip or something like that, just be ready, like, right when it's, you know, you're the first couple that's revealed. You don't like it, just, and you don't want to be there, sell them. You know, that's a good, just, just wait until you, you know, I don't know how many people, you know, again, we're picking on somebody in the discord, but you know, someone sold a star catcher. I think he sold it for like 0.8 and it was the number one rare, rarest star catcher. Bro, actually, you know what? Like it's we probably get I like 40. My, one of my. It. One of my buddies, I think, either bought that one or like another like super rare star catcher pre-reveal. Yeah, really. It might not have been the number one overall, but he got lucky. I think it would be interesting. If it say, was, that'd be really funny. It was the same that one. That. But it's just yeah. like he's, you know, it's, and it's just that one. I just, I'm, I'm not a big sell before reveal guy. Even if you're not like, say it goes down right after, whatever. At least you know what you got, right? You know. It's it is a you you are gambling practically with these things you know you it is like you're you're buying these things unrevealed you get the the, the reveal if it's super rare you you've won the jackpot kind of in a sense, um, <clears throat> but yeah the 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 instant whitelist fifty three x situation is is crazy to me like how many have done that lately, not that like I mean, if did it you know me, like all the ones that got overhyped too like Mecca that went to like. Eight and then Mecca, back to one. I remember that. <laughs> back, you know, back to one. Hape <laughs> was like two. nine. Now they're at two. 
IF come out at 13. It's, now they're at five and a half. You know, pretty much yeah, everything I mean, it's, gets crazy spiked. I mean, it, it just proves that, I mean, organic growth is the way to go. I mean, like yeah. we, I feel like me and John bring it up a lot on this podcast that, you know, Board Ape minted for 0. 0.0088. 0.088 that's right 0.088 something, like, yeah, that. something like that yeah so you know if they are minting for under 0.1 there's no reason that any other project in the space like needs to fund a mint no. like for above 0.1 yeah and i i, like, I think there should be some sort of like time block function in the like release of their funds or something like that some accountability to uh you know you instantly are just paying someone like a million dollars, just like boop, now I'm a millionaire, boom. Um, and you know, most of these are like, you know, possibly like a two person team. Now they're getting a lot more in depth. They're starting with like eight people and stuff like that. But still, like you don't need an instant million dollars of liquidity with most of the stuff that you're doing is like roadmap. We're gonna give everybody a free hot dog picture, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah, we got, we got a free hot dog play to earn game where you buy and sell hot dogs at a stand. They're like, okay, well, that's probably not going to do well. But you know what I'm saying? Like, it's all, it's just like the same five yeah. things. It's like roadmap with play to earn game coming soon. And, you know, it's just like rinse and repeat. Oh. And, you know, there should be some sort of accountability or just like stop gambling a little bit and just <laughs> buy what you like. I feel like that's what's kind of happening is you get that mania situation going on. No, a hundred percent. It's, it's kind of getting to that place where, you know, we talk about it a lot. Like, you know, I feel like we kind of say over and over 95% of these NFTs are going to end up, you know, going to zero or at least close to it in the long run. And, you know, it is those, those projects you talk about, like the projects that continue to build. So basically I just need to buy everything you buy and I'll be good. (laughs) I mean, I lost the, you know, I don't know if you remember I was here at the beginning of this thing, but I went, $300,000 $300,000 into $60,000. So uh, 60k. You know. What do you think? <laughs> Follow That's me to the end too, of the, but, the hey. end of that one, buddy. <laughs> hey, I mean, cry. You tell me jump. I say how high. <laughs> We've been in worse situations. <laughs> Trust us. We've been in worse. Hey, I didn't situations. go negative, right? You know, I could have been owing a bunch of money. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Still yeah, came out didn't, positive. You didn't take out a mortgage. You didn't take out a mortgage on <laughs> yeah. the house to, you know, <laughs> Put it all into Bitcoin? No. I do only have one kid, though. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, you got two for a reason. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, Ethereum. dude, and it's led you kind of to this, you know, uh, you know, to NRN and, and to, you know, everything we're doing. And, you know, I couldn't be more, uh, you know, happy to continue growing with you guys. Yeah, sure. um, before we get to the, you know, final question that we ask every guest that, uh, I'm going to ask you, I want to talk space to us because, you know, we got to bring it up. I think we were talking about it on the phone right. earlier and, you know, I'm excited. You could sense the FOMO. Yeah. In my he's voice. Uh, missing out there. I, I remember one of the first things I said to you was you should buy a doodle <laughs> also. Right. I know. <laughs> I, I like you should buy to. a doodle and you should play I DeFi kingdoms. Those are my two things. <laughs> no, but uh, I'm super happy with doodles. Um, just, I like the community. I have my, me and my wife both use them as our profile pictures. And, um, those are ones I'm, you know, not going to sell. Like I minted those and, um, 
you know, there's something that we're going to hold on for a long time. It's not, you know, to me, when I came into the space, I was like mostly buying like generative art and, and stuff like that as well. Um, and it's just like what I liked, you know, I was just like collecting artwork. I thought it was a cool thing. Um, but, and you know, with, with doodles, I just feel like they are definitely very aesthetically pleasing, um, and just like a cool piece of artwork. And with the whole new space doodles, um, upgrade as well, you know, it's now it's like, a each one of your doodles gets a customized spaceship that they can fly around, um, you know, all across space and they're gonna, they have, all, they have stats and blah, blah, blah. So people can build games or whatever they want to do with them. Um, they can they can utilize those those numbers and stuff like that. So it's such a cool feature. And again, they kind of in in a innovated a little bit in the space where most of these projects, when you have like you know that's what the, they do. You know, the, you make a project, you give you hand out free NFTs on top of it, um, kind of like diluting the space. So like Board Ape came out, they gave you mutants, they gave you dogs, and now there's a lot more of the um, you know, the, the, uh, copyright or the much more of the IP exposed and, you know, now you can have all entry levels for them, you know, um, which I is cool in a way that like you bring more people into the space and, you know, you get smaller holders that now always like always want to get to the next level, you know, like gutter cat, you always want to get to the cat, right. You know, with, uh, you know, if you have a bunch of mutants, you want to get to the board ape, you know? So, um, I think this kind of adds to the you know each each of these doodles now has a spaceship that's tied to it you know the value of the spaceship is now the value added to the doodle you know so we soon as these came out people were selling them for five and seven eth and it's like oh shit bro you really really messed that up because you're they did not read the, yeah, fine, you didn't read print. the fine print your doodle is inside that contract that you just sold that's now you know that the floor was like 11 and a half so you know um, but each time that they do these things, they're going to, I'm sure they're going to have a bunch of these type of situation where you can go like space or just going to be new experiences for each of your doodles. And now when you sell them, you get the new owner gets to experience all of those things that they would have not had otherwise, you know, you don't get to have, you know, as a original gutter cat, you got the mint passes and all that stuff. You don't get all those things anymore um, as a holder. So the true value of the NFT that you're transferring goes down quite a bit, you know, each time they give one of those things off, um, it kind of like takes away from their initial value a little bit. So I, I do like that they're changing it up a little bit. At least, you know, we'll see how it goes. We don't know how this will play out. They could be worth nothing now because there's no individual, um, you know, tradable spaceship or whatever. You know, we'll see. Um, but I just really liked how they did it. They all look awesome. Um, I haven't seen anyone that looks bad. So I thought it was super cool. They are sweet. Like, um so hurt that i don't have a doodle <laughs> you could hear it <laughs> yeah, he voice. was like destroyed yeah, it's like, <laughs> dude i mean you guys get these cool ass spaceships you guys get every freaking whitelist yeah. like life is good as a doodle i like, so i got one today that uh someone just was like hey if you're in a doodle because i don't know like a couple months ago i really felt like in our discord someone just threw it out like here's a whitelist for doodle holders. Like here's a whitelist for doodle holders. Just go in there and collab land. If you have a doodle, you just get instant whitelist. And I was like, sweet. So I did like 10 of those. I feel like not in the last, you know, month or so, maybe two months. Um, and some of them have done pretty freaking well. Um, like, like just today I, I've been to like the rubber ducky bath 
club party or whatever. Um, and those, you know, I don't know if it's going to be a super huge hit or anything like that, but it's, you know, you mint price is 0.08 and their floor is 0.17. So it's like, you know, that's a benefit of health holding a doodle there right there. You know, you get a little, and same thing with like all of these, like you get a little bit of clout for the higher up you go realistically, you know, Nate walks in and the, you know, in the spaces with his ape, you know, like, Ooh, it's cool ape over here. You know, it's different. You know what I mean? It's that instead of judging people or something like that, you're just like judging you by your profile picture. Now you're like, Oh, this guy's poor. He doesn't have a good NFT. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like that goes a long way, man. (laughs) No, it's, it's so true that, but I mean, you know, it kind of just, you know, tying it back to, you know, real life, if we want to call it like, it's a flex yeah. like, and you know, flexing is never going to get nah, old. Ever. And, uh, yeah. you know, shout, shout out to our, uh, our, our own ape, uh, Nate Nate boy who, uh, made, made the big announcement today to, uh, you know, it's going web three. Yeah. So shout out. Oh, yeah. Nate. I'm excited. So uh, I'm kind of there already the full-time, uh, crypto, you know, doing that pretty much full-time. And then now Nate's joining me. Um, you know, we'll have some more, more content to put out that way because uh, you know we'll get to buckle down and work together and collab more since you know most of us are already working um you know second job you know a good job this is turning into like a pretty serious job pretty much so um i'm excited 100 percent, man i mean i couldn't be more excited i know john's pumped to you know have met you guys and 100 yeah absolutely um so I know we, we earlier we, we were talking, you know, he, he's got a smiles and I was looking at the smiles floor. I, I think I told you earlier, I had like 10 at yeah. one point and now currently have zero, yeah. you know, tiny, tiny violin. Yeah. Um, you never, never look back on those bad boys. I got some real stankers, man. I know. I know. It's, it's like, uh, the other day I did that like paper hands, uh, you know, app yeah. or something. Like, How much have you paper handed? Like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not what more than I'd like to admit. <laughs> um, dude, Cryer, you were fantastic. Um, you know, truly, you know, we I learn every day from you, but I'm glad that you were able to, you know, share some of your knowledge with oh yeah, you know, our listeners and uh kind of educate them on, you know, gaming and DeFi sure. and all these, you know, higher all these avenues of way to me, earn, me and earn a little bit extra. You know? That's always the, that's the goal, <laughs> yeah. right? You know, you want to find something that you can enjoy and earn a little bit of extra money and something like that. And if you just put in that, put in that a little extra time on crypto, learning about the very basics of it, you can definitely do pretty well in the space. Dude, hundred um, percent. So, this final question we ask every question. I know you guys. I kind of stole this from you guys, but I switched up the question. <laughs> full yeah, full disclosure. Good. Uh, what makes you the most excited about the future of Web three? Oh yeah, that's a good question. Um, very open ended. I would, Go I anywhere would, with it. I would say, like on the like crazy anarchist side, it's like I like I would want something to have equal money. You know, I I, I really that's my favorite part of Web three. It's you know how many people. If you look on like a grand scale of how many people have like impoverished nations or things where it's it's very downtrodden, these these are things where you can get, you know, like I said, you can you can level that playing field and get people money that uh, they would you know wouldn't even dream of having. 
Um, you know, it's something that, you know, people can earn months wages in, in a day now by just participating on the internet. So that leveling of playing field is probably what I'm most excited about, even on like a, on a global scale too, like countries, you know, like how El Salvador is now becoming the tourism in El Salvador is up 35% since they became a uh, cryptocurrency nation. So how many more countries in Latin America or South America or, you know, all these other countries will start moving towards these things because it's, it's beneficial to them. Um, and it layers lay, um, levels that playing field. Oh, definitely. And I mean, we, we talk about it, uh, you know, a good amount, but I mean, I feel like there's a lot of governments down there that are, you know, starting the process of, you know, introducing bills and legislation to, you know, make it easier to, for, you know, their citizens, individual and, yeah. and a country level, um, you know, to have better access to that. So, um, you know, fantastic question, knocked it out of the park as you do every single question. <laughs> <Okay>. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's tell the listeners uh you know where they can you know find your content yeah, sure. uh other podcasts newsletters go through the whole sure. yeah so like i said everyone uh non-refungible network um uh, we have about i run two podcasts and a newsletter um so i have non-refungible podcasts and nerd ft radio um the the non-refungible one is mostly strictly on um like Deep NFTs talk about projects. Uh, Nerd FT is more of like metaverse and gaming and comics and all that stuff that bridge the gap from nerd culture to uh, to crypto. So if you're if you're on the beginner side, I would say that's your starting point there. Um, and then I also write a crypto focused newsletter uh, called the Crypto Crier. It's just uh, cryptocrier.substack.com. Um, but you can find all these things on our website nonrefungible.tech. Um, and it's just a great like I said, I'm here to, I, my biggest thing is like, I did really well in this space. I know other people can do really well in this space. And I just liked to be someone who can educate people. Like I've always wanted to be like an edu- educator. I always, you know, my whole, a lot of my family is teachers and stuff like that. So I really resonate with that. Uh, you know, you, and when you're teaching it yourself, it's so much more rewarding. You learn so much more too. So check these things out. <clears throat> For sure. For sure. I mean, I, I thought I, you know, knew my stuff, but after meeting you and learning the stuff I have in that discord, I I, I realized I'm just getting started. So, and just uh, like how you're saying that I'm the same way with people. Sometimes I'm like, come into the group and I'm like, dude, I can learn so much, so much from this guy. It's so awesome. You know, it's, that's the space. It's like, everyone has their super specific thing. They know a ton of stuff about like, it's great. You know, you, you know, a ton about gutter. I know a bunch about doodles and you, you know, your big smiles guy over here. So, you know, they, you know, you each know our, our strengths and we can help each other do these things together. A hundred percent. And, you know, we look forward to doing it more. I think I'm going to see you next, uh, what South by South. Oh yeah, buddy. So uh, that's next weekend. Uh, the 11th. So yeah, like not not this weekend, but the following weekend, the following weekend. You going to Bitcoin oh, Miami? Um, I don't know if I'm going to the Bitcoin one. I'm definitely going to Art Basel. Um, gotcha. I haven't done a ton of the like crypto specific ones. I really like the NFT ones um, a little bit nice. more, just because the space is newer um, and like the kind of what we've been focusing on is more like in the NFT space. I would say as the podcast yeah. stuff. 
Um, I really wanted to go to the ETH Denver. Um, but yeah, I, I can only go to so many of these things. I've, I've got like four. NFT Expo verse in LA end of oh, July. Yeah. Um, you said there was another one too uh, in Miami, right? Or, or Fort Lauderdale? Yeah, there were, yeah, Fort Lauderdale in December, LA in July. So yeah, we'll definitely be uh, you know talking in Discord. We'll uh, you know probably be at you know either one or, or both of those events. And you know if you're out, can, in you South can use my Southwest. doodle uh, for the uh, South by Southwest, my man. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. dude. I got a yeah. I got a rental fee. That's my new thing. We're just gonna rental fees for the uh, the uh, swag. <laughs> Hey, I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm just joking. Let's no, do it. No, hundred percent. I'm looking forward to seeing you. Um, thank you for coming on. I know you're a busy guy. You're about to go record another pod. I, you, know. you know, to get off here, <laughs> and you just put the kids. That's to right. Bed, you got to so grind you, a little bit. This guy does it all. <laughs> I love it, man. Well, dude, Cryer, thanks for coming oh, yeah. by. Um, you know, our our links and uh, all the stuff is either below here or up here because Dre <laughs> has been crushing our background yeah. sick. Um, oh, you guys been doing so, a good job. You know, oh, hey, learn from the best. <laughs> learn from the best. And John, thank you for filling yeah. in this week. Yeah, I appreciate you having oh, me, yeah. man. Jonathan Henson, Mr. NFT Hook, uh, had a prior meeting that he could not get out of, but the show That's goes right. on. It always goes on. That's right. We got to just throw <laughs> in, anywhere. you got to throw more people in. in. That's house, what we do. So. RSG, yeah, where you exactly. at? Come on. <laughs> Next man up. Next man up. But yeah, hell yeah. All right. Right. Appreciate nice you, bud. You. Have a good night, right, brother. Easy.